0: Alrighty, here it is. It is uh, episode thirty-four of Pet Parks presents the Odd ah, G's podcast. There he is, Harry Bayes. What's going
1: on, H? <laughs> I'm doing good. Um, I just I don't know if you noticed this yet on camera, but I am Sans mole on my face. Well, where, where, where was that? You had one <laughs> taken off there, huh? I had a big one right here that developed. So I was starting to look like fucking Drew Brees really okay over the last couple of years like it just came out of nowhere it just showed up on my face and then it started to get a little bigger and i had it for a while a couple years and i just never got it checked out because i'm a i'm a dope and finally i made an appointment at the dermatologist i go in there and she's gorgeous by the way (laughs) um i've never been attracted to a doctor
0: do you like in porky's hair does it have a mole on it did you ask her to check that out, <laughs> Yeah, exactly.
1: Well, I'm in a it gown. It a bowl on it. I'm in a gown, right? You know, with just my underwear on. You know, it's kind of weird. Perfect. So, but she checked out my whole body for, you know, sunspots and whatnot, cancer, and gave me an A. And I said, Well, can I get this removed off my face? She goes, It's not, that's not cancer either. That's what they call uh, a barnacle of life, is what she called that. And I'm what? like, What? Yeah, a never medical heard. term hair? I no, I don't think so. I never <laughs> heard that. But Maybe I in said SpongeBob. How, how can we get it taken off and she's like well we can either, you know, slice it off or we can freeze it. I go, let's freeze it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded much easier, right? Yeah. So she gets this canister out with this like little blowtorch yeah. kind of thing on it. Sits <sighs> it right on it and you could feel it kind of burning and tingling for a little yeah. while. she did it for about a minute and said that's it. And I go, now what? And she goes, it'll eventually fall off. It'll come off like a scab. She killed and it. Four days. Yeah, she just killed it. Four yeah. days later, it was gone. And now, you you know, you don't even see anything. Wow. No scarring or anything? No. Had I known it was that easy, I'd have done it three years ago. Wow. That's amazing.
0: My wife had one, uh, like, on her face. And she went, and it was called basal cell carcinoma. Well, that's cancer. Yeah. So she had to have this. I forget what the surgery is called. Mole surgery. Mole yeah. surgery. Yeah. So my neighbor over here has this big party every year where they have a band. This time of year in September, they got a band that they cover like the Dead and Zeppelin and everything. It's great, great party. Right. And it was like a week before that, so she goes into the surgery, and I go to pick her up after. And I walked in, I was like, "Oof!" Like I, I, I was like, "You don't even look like you." Really? <laughs> I mean, they carved her. She was, she was racked up. And she's like, "Do you think I can go to the party?" I go, "You can go, but you're not going with me." Wow. So <laughs> yeah, it was bad.
1: Well, what do you mean? Like what? what? She had oh, a they, bandage on her face,
0: right? Yeah, but it was just like, I mean, they had really—it was a lot. They really had to go in there, and it was quite frightening looking. Jesus, I wasn't expecting that when I went in. I thought it was just like a mole removal, right? But it was like pretty significant.
1: So it's like radical moles surgery or something. I think yeah. I think you call it. Wow. Yep. So yeah. they got rid of all of it then. Yeah, yeah,
0: she's had yeah. to clean it. This is like six years ago. Wow. So, but, but I walked into that that room in Paoli where she had the procedure done by the Paoli Hospital. Mm-hmm. And I walked in, I was like, woof. Wow. I was like, you look good. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah. That's terrible. It was rough. Yeah, I'm um, glad I didn't have that. Yeah, yeah, good on you for going to get that checked out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got to do that as well. Yeah, like, you
1: should get checked.
0: I'm outside a lot, you know. Yeah, so. yeah, you're always out there playing golf and yeah. having the sun hit you, and even if you sunscreen up, it yeah. doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. So yeah, at our age, Howard, we got to get in there and, and have 15 visits because I know it's it sucks. You never, you have no idea what could be going wrong. Exactly, it's, it's all a big mess. Yeah, this, this biology of the human at plus fifty. Uh, let's tell people about Betpar's football last weekend. Oh my God, what yeah. an insane weekend! Uh, Even the Sunday night game was great. Monday, everything was fantastic. And it was just so awesome to have so much college football. It felt like fall. Right. So I was perusing the Bet Parks app ad nauseum. It felt like it
1: should feel. Yeah. Um,
0: There was actually something interesting to watch. And maybe baseball become more interesting again, which we'll get to in this episode.
1: Oh, yeah. We're going to talk a lot of baseball with our man, uh, Brian O'Grady. Yep. Uh, From Japan, as a matter of fact. Former major leaguer in, in major leagues. He's playing over in Japan now for, I think, the Cebu Lions. Wow. And he does that Breaking Bats podcast on the Not For Long network. Yeah. A little okay. cross synergy there, huh? Exactly. But there's, you know, they got the big rule changes in baseball, so I wanted we wanted to get him on to discuss that, because you and I have been, been bitching and moaning about these very things uh, within this sport for years. But I was
0: told for, I was bitching and moaning about it when I worked with Mikey miss. Oh yeah. And he told me it wasn't possible that you right. couldn't do what baseball's doing because the timeless nature of the sport yeah. is what makes it great. No, I said, it yeah, doesn't. it may be what made it great, but it ain't great now. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, do you have a play this week for the
1: bet parks at you like the Eagles this week? Uh, no, I don't, but I'm not going to give out that I'm going against them. Um, I ah. like Minnesota in that game, but I'm taking the Jaguars a plus four against the Colts at home. Your guy, Dougie P. Oh, wow. uh, Colts did not look very good last week. And I think this is. Facing Spurs, Mariota.
0: Good or not spot. Mariota. Uh. What? Um, I, I, I don't know why I was thinking Mariota, but Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And Indy, that's an interesting team to me, but you're right. They didn't
1: look good last no, week. No, they didn't. They did not look good against the Texans. And I'm also going to take this is a weird line. The Patriots lost last week. Did not mm-hmm. look good against Miami. Um, Ugly. They are favored at Pittsburgh, and the really? line was one and a half. It's now two, two on the Parks app. So I'm going wow. with New. The line's telling me something there, uh, Martinez. <laughs> yes, it and is. I'm taking the Patriots.
0: There's one line in particular that's screaming <laughs> at me.
1: It's, it's well, I jumping. opened
0: up my paper this morning. <laughs> I'm like, you opened up a paper. You're the only one that's opening up a paper. (laughs) They have a delivery driver for the paper. It's three houses. And Mikey misses is one of them. (laughs) All right. (laughs) That one was screaming at me. So I guess they're not believing in Mitch Trubisky out there. I guess
1: not. And they, you know, they they were involved in one of the high drama games in the one o'clock window against Cincinnati went to overtime. Yeah. How about that? The way that game ended, Jamar Chase catches the ball and scores a touchdown with the, with the end of the game. It was at the end of regulation Yep. and they had to kick the extra point to win it. Pittsburgh blocked it. (laughs) And then they go to overtime, both kickers from each team, I think missed a field goal. And then finally Pittsburgh kicks a winning field goal. What a, what Jeez. there were a lot of games that were crazy. The Eagles game got crazy.
0: It didn't, it shouldn't have, but it did. (laughs) You're right. It did. I mean, they were on a rock, as Mikey Miss would say, on a rocket chair
1: ride. 38-21 at the end of the third quarter. You're thinking, yeah. my God, they, they might put 50 on this team.
0: Yeah, and then yeah. the defense just gave up too much. Yeah. They got a little complacent, I think, in, in that one. But if you want to get in on the action, you can bet player performances, same game parlays, live in-game betting, futures, you name it, all your props, teasers, and all that, that you know, different kind of alternate lines. It's all there oh, on the yeah. Parks app. The alternate lines are fun as well if you got a real good feeling on something. Uh, so pick up the Bet Parks app and use the promo code Jason750. That'll get you a risk-free bet up to $750. Uh, terms and conditions to do apply. That's for new and existing users. So grab the Bet Parks app today. Do you need to be present in Pennsylvania or New Jersey? Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Right. Now, I was just running around. My brother's moving into a place. So I had to, I had to drop a, a piece of furniture I had here that was my mom's when she passed. Mm-hmm. A, a nice lazy boy, like a big recliner. So mm-hmm. I brought that over. We put it into his new place. And then I picked him up, and we went out to my brother in law's place to pick up some stuff from there, and then drive back to his place to to unload it, and then come back home to do the show.
1: What are you? I'm like that a,
0: asshole with the truck now.
1: You're like an over the road truck driver.
0: Yeah, two men in a truck is not it. It's me and a
1: truck. Right. Yeah, but I mean, you know, that, that's the problem with having a truck. Yeah, you know, because anytime you know, most people have you know maybe an SUV or one of the smaller SUVs. They're not really. Capable of carrying cargo. Better a a
0: couch, yeah. Right.
1: He might be able to throw a golf bag or two in the back, but that's about it. (laughs) Maybe a hockey Uh, bag, right? So anytime anybody needs something, like who who do I know that's got a truck? Yep. Yeah. And what do they do? They give you gas money. Wait, they dial up
0: one 800 asshole, and that's me who answers the phone.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, do they give you gas money? Because those trucks, I mean, those are like V6s, V8s. They eat up a lot of gas. Yeah, uh,
0: well, it's my brother, so I didn't charge him. I, I was mm. happy to help him out, but but it's a pain in the ass moving shit. He's on the second floor. I got to move this shit upstairs, jacked up my foot. It's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's just a pain in the, total pain in the ass moving. That's why, that's
1: why I'm never moving. Yeah. Well, I'm moving. I'm I'm eventually moving to Florida, but I will have people come do that for me. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. the move. Yeah, that's the move. Right.
0: There, there's that. My solution to a lot of problems is pay
1: someone to do it. Exactly. I try to re- stimulate the economy. Yes. You know, because <laughs> the only move I'm going to be making in that trip in that trip is me getting in a car and driving my vehicle to Florida. Yeah. They're bringing I- all this other shit.
0: Yeah, it's funny because you're going. You're going to end up going south to Florida, and I'm going to end up going north to like Calgary. You are <laughs> eventually, For real? yeah. I'd wow. love to. Wow, I got to get out of this heat. It's, it's been nice out the last couple of days, but I, I need a longer
1: winter. Hair. I, oh, I need been, a ten month winter. It's been gorgeous this last couple oh. of uh, couple of days, and I tell you, I know you know we're recording this on on a Thursday night, uh, but you did you know that the game. Tonight is only on Amazon. Can you imagine how many people are going to try out. to find the Chargers Chiefs game on the NFL network or CBS or NBC or whatever, and it's not going to be on? They'll be like, What the fuck? Oh, uh, they're going <laughs> to flip out. How <The> do <laughs> I get
0: that in for a rude
1: awakening? <laughs> exactly. You imagine. Angelo- they deliver the game to my house as a package? <laughs> what would it sound like in Angelo Cataldi's house tonight as he's searching for Amazon? Amazon? What? That's a river! Gale,
0: Gale, <laughs> Prime, <laughs> he'd be freaking out. <laughs> this is
1: horrible. Yeah, right. Let's get Rear on the phone. Oh, you know, he'd be freaking he, he out. He probably has to call <laughs> Rhea to find out how to pull, pull up Amazon Prime on his yeah. TV. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way he's
0: watching that game Like First it's too late for him. Well, that's true, yeah. He's already yeah. in bed. He's
1: already in
2: bed. Oh, he's, he's in bed he's by 6.30. Yeah. Yeah.
0: When I worked with Ange, Angelo Catali at, at WIP, we had to send him all the stuff for the next day's show. We had to get it to him by 6.30 because he was in bed by 7. Uh-huh. And he is religious about it. I mean, he gets into the station at like 3 o'clock in the morning. Right, right. And he used to walk in, Big Daddy's wrapping up the sack segment in the first hour of the show. Yeah. you got Rest the his Pringle soul. versus yeah. the Munchos. You know, the whole thing. I love Munchos. I do, too. The, oh, i Harry, I found a, ba- a bag in my cabinet the other day. I put munchos on my sandwich. I haven't had them in 10 years.
1: Well, that bag was probably 10 years old.
0: Yeah, well, that <laughs> stuff never dies, Harry. <laughs> That's the stuff you find out in a nuclear shelter, right. a fallout shelter.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're I like chemical I think Angie's doomsday chips. prepping. Yeah. They're like chemical chips. You yeah, don't even call them, them
0: potato chips. No.
1: There's no I, potato involved. No, there's not a potato within 10 miles of a bag of munchos. <laughs> but I, I haven't <laughs> even seen them like in the store in forever. They had that orange bag, right? Yeah. It was yeah, kind of an orange. It's exactly.
0: Yeah. I, I look back and I'm like, are those munchos? And the old lady must have picked up a bag. So <laughs> I, you... I squashed them into a
1: sandwich. Oh, yeah. She was it's... probably all baked up on the edibles. Oh, yeah. I well, that yeah. The question.
0: Totally yeah. buckled. So she went last week, her right like I told you this last week was her uh her her card was expiring the the medical oh, marijuana the medical card. card,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: so the last the the it was expiring on Sunday, so she had to go to the dispensary on Saturday. She's like, "I need to take the truck." <laughs>
1: she got a fucking they brought out a pallet <laughs> so so there was like a a forklift. That lifted a skid and put a pallet right into the back of your truck yeah. of edibles.
0: Yeah, all kinds of stuff. Oh man. Yep. Yeah, she came home. It was like it was like you went on one of those old school like shopping sprees on a television network. Wow. You get to de- empty the shelves. That's what she did at Beyond Hello. That's awesome. We got to get Beyond Hello as a sponsor. That'd be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you're if you're an owner or a proprietor of uh Beyond Hello, hit us up with an email. We'd love to have you sponsor the program. And we'll we'll take we'll partake in some of the uh, stuff before the program as well. Now, did you send Brian the link? I did. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yes. So we're just waiting on him. Uh, let me make sure it went through. I'm just looking at my sent here. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did. Right to his email. All right. Yeah.
1: Uh, did he was over in Japan? I mean, I don't know. I don't even know what time it is over there. Yeah. Uh, matter of fact, let's look and see what time it is over there. I mean, it's probably uh, at least six, seven hours. Well, Hawaii's five hours, right, ahead of us. So it's got to be, like, about seven hours ahead of us.
0: Wow. It's September 16th there, hair Nine in the morning.
1: Nine in the morning?
0: Yeah, 9 a.m. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, they're, I mean. What's that? 12- 13 hours. 13 hours ahead of us.
1: Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah, that's no Well, joke. yeah, ahead, because uh, Hawaii's five hours behind us. Yeah. So you got to go the other way around.
0: I want to live on that, like the border of that time zone where, what they're behind us ten feet to the left, you're ahead of us ten feet to the right, you're behind us.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? Where's that? What the Greenwich? Uh, what's that? The, what's that line that? Um, the date line. Yeah. Like where like to, tomorrow becomes today and today. No, yeah, yeah yeah yeah. So I could
0: literally go back in time and redo my day. Exactly. Or, or if I don't want to deal with a Monday, I just can move ahead in time.
1: Just right move to Tuesday. ahead. Yeah, <laughs> that's the perfect place to live. Yeah, it probably is. Something oh my like goodness! Yeah, so t- these t- today's going to rain. I'm going to go to tomorrow. Yeah,
0: I don't feel like dealing with this weather today. I'm going to go right to Tuesday.
1: <laughs> I'm not dealing with this today.
0: <laughs> Could you see the colonel over there dealing with that? Oh, oh. <laughs> with Daisy, I don't know. <laughs> Could be Monday. Could be oh. Saturday. I don't know. <laughs> He'd be so confused. He's probably so confused already with not working cuz he yeah. he just basically sits in that, that in that recliner. Yeah, in the lazy boy. Yeah. With with his dog or his cat on the top of it. Yeah. And sits there and just works the batteries overtime on his remote. Now do you think do you think he found Amazon tonight for the game? No, no chance. No. With that modem hair, yeah, he's going to be
1: watching a really old game. He might be watching John Hadle against Len Dawson, Chargers yes. Chiefs back in, like, 1970. Hank Schramm is running up and down the sidelines, and he's going, what is going on here? Yes. Great Ed, Ed Podolak is in the backfield for the Chiefs. Wow. The damn. former Iowa great. Oh, the <laughs> Iowa Hawkeye? Yes. Oh, wow.
0: That, that Number
1: 14, a, Eddie Podolak.
0: Uh, yeah, there's no way he's finding that game tonight. No, I mean, no chance. right. Now, are you prepared, Harry, you know, in in light of, uh, you know, the rookie camp starting for the hockey season to come here? Are you getting
1: pumped oh, yeah. get up? Yeah, I'm getting all fired up, fired up, fired up.
0: Yeah? yeah. You ready mm-hmm. for it? Yeah. I think the Flyers are going to be better than people think. And that's just well, not me being a company man.
1: Well, okay, better than people think. People think they're going to suck out loud. So, I mean, anything yeah. above that is better than people think. Well, the thing is, is right
0: if they get players back and healthy, like if they had healthy players last year, it would have never been that
1: bad. 28 days till the first game. Yeah, exactly. Wow. To, four, four weeks, weeks from, from tonight. tonight. Wow. Matter of wow.
0: fact, I'll be at the barn in nine days for the first yep. preseason game, I believe, against the Bruins. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: Boy, and nothing, the rookie game this weekend is against the Providence Bruins. Nothing fact. gets the loins excited more than preseason hockey. I'll I tell mean, you how. Let me tell you. Even I hate it.
0: <laughs> Even I can't. Stop. I'm like, Jesus Christ. We got seven of these. And I got to do every single game. Do you really? It's dreadful. Like, oh. the last two are okay because it's basically your NHL roster. Uh huh. But it's still, it doesn't mean anything, and you know it. Yeah. You're just like, let's just get this thing going. I got 82 games in front of me. Yeah. Let's just start now. Yeah. The faster we start, the faster we get to the playoffs is the way right. I at it. And I like the full 82. I think we're going to get stood up by Brian O'Grady. Yeah, I think maybe, so too.
1: Maybe he this overslept is, on his Friday. This is not looking good here. I mean, no. uh, you know, we're trying to cross promote.
0: the Egan book uh, this guest?
1: Yeah, exactly. The other great things that we have here on uh, on Not For Long. Yeah, let's let's tell people. By matter of
0: fact, before uh, we do get Brian, if he does come on, let's tell him about one of our great sponsors, Fudge Kitchen. Oh yeah, the official
1: sponsor of Not For Long Media and the Odd Podcast, the original Fudge Kitchen. You know, it's a staple of the Jersey Shore, Jason, with six locations in Cape May, Wildwood, Stone Harbor, and Ocean City. The original Fudge Kitchen makes all of their fudge in the store, guaranteeing a delicious product. So stop by and let them know that N4L sent you. If you're not able to visit in person, no problem, because they ship fudge across the USA. Be sure to check them out at fudgekitchens.com the original fudge kitchen shipping fudge and sweet treats across the country That could go is, for a little fudge is fudge one
0: of those you know, a top 3 like c- category of summertime food around here like it's a shore like you get the salt water taffy you got funnel cake yeah. you got custard ice cream like I'm those not are big all on their- the salt water taffy i got to be i'm not either with you. Yeah, I, 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 Always thought it was better sounding than it actually was. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's fudges your up teeth there. and stuff. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. It's too gummy. Yeah. No, I love I love the fudge. I'm not big on the funnel cakes either. There's a lot of I'm funnel good for like cakes. Two bites of the funnel cake. That's, that's it. Yeah. It's got that powdered sugar or whatever on there. That's big up here in the sugar. Yeah, confectionary sugar. <laughs> uh up here in like Pennsylvania Dutch country, they do that too. Mm-hmm. At the various like summer carnivals and stuff. And I never liked it, but I love the fudge. Yeah, I do too. I love the fudge down the shore it's and the decadent. custard. Yeah, yeah. Custard's good too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I, it's just one of those things that reminds me of like being on the boardwalk, mm-hmm. you know, sandy feet, the whole thing. So, right. um, yeah, I absolutely love it. Um You're going to shit yeah. on your head. Uh, that's good
1: luck. That happened to me. It, you got turded on the head? Not on the head. It was actually kind of on the, uh, you know, this part, like upper chest of my t-shirt. One wow. summer. Yeah, yeah, it was disgusting. So I had to duck into like one of these little stores on the boardwalk and use their bathroom to get it. It was just, dis- you know, it's fucking, it's uh, like, it's punk- yeah, it's terrible. It's all yeah. different colors and stuff. Because yeah. assholes
0: are feeding the seagulls like cheese curls on the beach, <laughs> shit like that. That's why the shit stinks. Exactly. I'll tell you what, Howard, I was down in Ocean City, Maryland. Yeah. Can't feed- they're, they're really strict down there about letting the seagulls get any food. <laughs> yeah. Really? Much stricter. I mean, down the Jersey Shore, people, it's like a buffet on the beach. Well, how do they enforce it? If, if they're like the they beach patrol people, if they see you feeding them, you get got like Like a seagull Nazi mm-hmm. coming around. Wow. Yeah,
1: the seagull, seagull Gestapo. They, they come they, and, and they give you a the, warrant. Are the seagull Gestapo, uh, are they Russian girls by any chance down in I Ocean wish. City, Maryland? i have It was a huge Russian girl population down there. Oh, I yeah.
0: guess that Brian's time is different. Is not 9 a.m. because he just said he just woke up. Uh, it was the middle of the night in Japan. Oh, I guess. I mean, I Googled it. It says 9 well, a.m.
1: I thought we were supposed to do this at this time. I don't want to wake this guy up.
0: Yeah, I don't want to do that. This was the time given to us. Oh, the, uh, the time that I have is in Tokyo. I don't know where he's at in Japan, though. Japan's kind of long, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's, it's, like it's...
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know how long it is, but it might go extend from like Jersey, you know, down to like Virginia or something. You know, that, that yeah. might be the size of it. Yeah. OK, I'm
0: just going to tell him I sent him you the link, to that email. So he should have it. So we'll see if he logs on. But these baseball rules, I am fascinated by this. So give people the rundown, here of what they're finally willing to do, because this is long overdue.
1: Uh, yeah, and th- this is stuff that you and I have been screaming about uh, for a long, I think long last time. Last week, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we talked about it. We've talked about this regularly on the Odd G's podcast. Uh, talked actually, about this back on the radio show. Yeah, we did. <laughs> um, you know, there, there's three big rule changes that are going into effect. First of all, there's going to be a pitch timer. Okay, so no longer will you have, you know, there's going to be a time limit when a guy has to get back into the batter's box. You know, there's not going to be all this, you know, stepping out all the time, redoing the gloves, doing checking the hat, touching your dick and all this bullshit that these guys do in between every goddamn pitch. They're going to have to be in the box in a certain time and the pitcher is going to have to deliver the pitch within a certain time. Or if the batter is the, the guy who's late, they're going to give him a strike. If the pitcher is late, they're going to give him a ball. It's pretty cool, and yeah, I like on it. the defensive shift too, which I know bugs the shit out of you. Oh, that's All the one. Oh, that's it's the biggest awful. One. So now you're going to have to have two uh, infielders on either side of second base. You can't like load everybody over to the sec to the first Brilliant. and second base side, you know, because the guy always hits it over there. Um, So I like that. And they're also enlarging the bases by a couple of inches. Now, I didn't know why they'd be doing this, but apparently (laughs) it's for safety reasons, mostly. Uh, So, like, let's say, you know, you got a bang, bang play at first base. And, you know, the the first baseman is now going to have be able to have his foot, you know, up, up against the big. But it, it's going to be an, an extra two and a half, three inches further away from the middle, which is where the guy's going to come in with his cleat. So they're they're trying to eliminate injuries. Also, plays at second base, guys sliding in there, you know, uh, you know, for a maybe a stolen base, that kind of thing. So those are the three big things. This this pitch clock uh, between pitches, there will be a fifteen second timer with the bases empty. And a twenty-second timer with with runners on base. Okay. Okay. And there's also going to be a thirty-second timer between batters. So that means, like, you know, after an out is is retired or you know had or a guy gets on base, that other batter's got thirty seconds to get up there and get in the box. Yep. He can't be in the batter's circle, you know, swinging. You know, with the donut uh, on the back, four and five more times with a couple of donuts on it, eat a fucking donut in the dugout and then come out. You know, he's got to get in there.
0: Uh, I could see you as an umpire, Harry, be like, you have got to get up here faster. You have
1: got to get faster. (laughs) Now, the pitch timer, they say, reduced the average time in the minor leagues of a game by 26 minutes. Yep. That's almost a half hour. That's a big deal.
0: And and it didn't affect batting average runs scored. Or all these different statistical categories, like they all said it would. Right. It didn't affect it. They were right. pretty much flat the same with the pitch the, clock in place.
1: The pitcher must begin his motion to deliver the pitch before the expiration of the timer. If he violates it, he's charged with an automatic ball. Batters who violate the timer charged with an automatic strike. Batters must be in the box and alert to the pitcher by the eight-second mark, or else they get a strike. Wow. I mean, this is, this is a lot more stringent than I thought it would be if this was ever implemented. You know what I mean? Boy, there's a a lot of like
0: stopwatches going on here. Stopwatch for the batter stopwatch for the pitcher, right? All these different countdown clocks. I mean, it's going to look like me and you at a game with our phones. The the Phillies might be
1: might have to hire some more people. Maybe I can get a job doing, you know, timing this shit.
0: You'd be good at that. Yeah. Uh, and when somebody doesn't get up there in time, like you're. You get know, out.
1: Like, what is going on back there? <laughs> <laughs> now, the defensive shift limits. Uh, teams must have a minimum of four players on the infield with at least two uh, completely on either side of second base. So that's good. As of, They have to be in the dirt too, Harry. Yes. It yes. can't As be like playing shallow left. Right. The league-wide batting average on balls in play. Uh, of 291 is six points lower than what it was in 2012 and 10 points lower than what it was in 2006. And that's the thing that you and I, you know, screamed about the most. There's not enough balls in play. Exactly.
0: Jason Stark put it out. This is probably a year ago now where the numbers bared out over like a, a three season stretch that the average time that the ball was in play real time. Like if you yeah. go to the game, real time was seven and a half minutes. Every seven and a half minutes of the time that you're there, three and a half four hours, though it was actually a ball in play. Uh-huh. That's I, that's why I said literally you're going to watch grass grow. Yeah, yeah. And I think the number was like the average amount of balls in play in an average major league baseball game over those three seasons was like eleven. Wow. So you're going, you're paying all that money to see eleven plays happen.
1: Yeah. Other than that, and, you're you know, seeing guys, it's your balls, you know, and that, and that being said, you know, it's kind of, kind of funny that we're, you know, bitching and complaining about this right now. Cause the Phillies, I got to be honest with you. I, I told you I started watching them for some reason when Harper went down. Yeah. And they caught my interest and they're playing well. And they're in the playoff chase right now. They're in the wild card and all that kind of good stuff, even dealing with injuries, you know, wheelers down, they had Eflin was out for a long, long time. He's back on the roster now, you know, the, you had Harper down and, you know, Segura and they got all these guys back now, you know, except yep. Wheeler. He's still got to come back. Um, but, you know, they're going to be in the playoffs, at least for, a, I guess, a wild card game. I don't even I don't even know what they do anymore. Just, they've changed it. They seem to have changed it a lot over the last couple of years. Yeah, so I'm, it might I'm not be a, one, it. I a one game wild card playoff, I guess, is probably what we're going to get. But, you know, hey. Anything can happen there. They've caught my interest. You know, they really are because they they are kind of fun to watch. They got a lot of players that I kind of like. Okay, well, let me put you to the test then. Yeah. Let me
0: put you to this test. If these three things are on television, which are you watching? Are you watching a Phillies one game wild card? Or are you watching an Eagles whatever game playing the Giants or whoever? Mm -hmm. Or if there is... Like a TPC at Sawgrass final round.
1: What are you going to watch? Well, that's not that's not possible because TPC Sawgrass is in fucking happened. March. Yeah.
0: All right. Okay, we'll take the golf out of it. Just go head-to-head then. An Eagles regular season
1: game or a Phillies one-game playoff? I will take the Phillies one-game playoff because it means more. Okay. It but does. You, let's be it's honest. It's an elimination game. What you will
0: have, though, is two screens going.
1: Well, of course I will. Yeah. I mean, I have that advantage, you know. But Yeah. If if I only had one TV, I would pay more attention at least for the start of the game. For the you know the first couple of innings, I'd be more interested in the Phillies because it's a playoff game.
0: Yeah. And you see how it's going through, you know, a period of time before yeah. maybe the football game goes on television. Right. Which TV do you have the sound on? Cuz you can watch baseball without sound. Yes, you can. Very Sometimes effective. it's better especially
1: with certain broadcast crews absolutely (laughs) um oh my oh my is right oh my oh by the way
0: did you see him taking the pitcher out the other night gabe went in i forget the pitcher, guy with a big beard and gabe went out there to take him out of the game get guy hands on the ball and says something to him and gabe kind of snaps his head back and then they show the. i saw it on twitter then they showed Gabe grabbing him in the dugout and walking him down, like, to the tunnel to the clubhouse to go have a conversation. Is that right? Yeah. I forget who tweeted it out. Um, but, yeah, Gabe got into it with a player. I'm sure the player was, wow. like, like you fucking managing by the iPad or something like that, right? And Gabe right. was probably like, oh, my. <laughs> it's exactly how I managed to with the
1: best record in baseball last year. Yeah, and they're they're under 500 this year, okay?
0: Yeah, he, he the, the fallout has already taken place there. Yeah, he he was swimming above his head, but um, yeah, I'm looking forward to all these roles. I would be watching the football. I would have the Phillies on as well, mm-hmm. um, on on probably a side television because the action, and I would have the sound on the football game because I think you can get way more analysis out of a football game. Yeah, plus they're unbiased announcers. Right. I mean, if you're in the playoffs, I guess you're going to get a national broadcast team anyway. Yeah, I I would think so. So, um, but I would have the football with the announcing because I think the baseball, it doesn't add a tremendous amount if I have to pick one or the other. That's what I would do. Yeah. And I probably had the Flyers, you know, preseason game on, oh my on, God. on screen three. Well, you'd have uh, to with have, no have sound. that
1: on there because you're probably
0: going to do a post game show or something.
1: Yeah. I mean, here in right? the studio,
0: I have four screens total. Do you really? So, I have the TV, which is up right here to my right. Mm-hmm. I have the computer that I'm on right here. And that has another monitor, which is right here to my left. Okay. And I have another MacBook right here, so I can have all these screens going. Right. Now, I do need to upgrade to dual TVs. Yeah. So I have the main screen TV and a sub TV next to it. I got enough wall space where I can take some of this shit yeah. down and put it up there. I mean, I got like my little mini dime bag guitar right here mm-hmm. above my
1: head, you know. The like, mini. Oh, the mini. It's a little mini yeah, dime get, bag. you got the other one behind you. Yeah, that's the, the that's the miniature side. version of that one right there. Right, right. Now, so, is, that a, is that a Jackson guitar? What kind of guitar is that? That's actually
0: the miniature version here is a Dean. Oh, a Dean. Okay. But the one behind me was from his years when he was with Washburn. Oh, okay. They had the contract for the, the Dime Bolt and the Dime Bag guitars. Okay. Uh, but he, he went back to Dean, and that original Dean with the Lightning Bolts is called the Dean from Hell. Mm-hmm. He won that in a competition, and that's why he started playing Deans. When he was like 17 years old oh wow so, I just now brian that- brian says he's gonna join us at 8 30. okay time, so, so we got a few minutes we can talk about some other thing. i picked this up too the other day the As hell little, is that
1: it's like a baby face yeah but it's it's like really freaky looking yeah well so that- you know Aton used to have something like that on his screen like on yeah. his green screen yeah. behind him It was very disturbing yeah mm-hmm. I, got, yeah, I just put
0: in another new shelf in the studio, so I'll put. It, I'll show you right here. So that's the side shelf there. Okay. Yeah. So you got a couple got, buckets up there. You got the goalie mask. Yeah. Yeah. Masks. And then we got, got the little Bernie mask there in the middle. Right. Right. Hellraiser over here. Pinhead. Right. Right. And then the, the other shit there too. Yeah. It's yeah good room a good you spot. got there. Well, I live in it. Yeah. It's gotta be good. It's a good room. Right, here he comes. All right, let's get to Brian here. Coming to you a lot. I don't think we've had a guest as far away as Japan here. No, we have not. Are we going to get charged long-distance service on this I think, uh, interview? I think so. I think uh, not for long is covering the long-distance charges. All right. Remember that? When you you get a roommate in college, you would always call the 900 numbers, and you get uh-huh. the phone bill. It was through the roof. Right. That's going <laughs> to go against Colin's practice squad paycheck. Uh-oh. Well, yeah. we won't keep him on too long. See if we <laughs> have yeah. Colin to bring
2: something home for him. There, there he, he is. is. Brian
0: O'Grady joining us on the IG's podcast. What's going on, Brian?
2: What's up, guys? Sorry, I I I was told 8:30, uh, so I didn't mean oh, to be okay. late. Oh, no problem, man. That, I apologize now, for that, man. What time is? Where are you're in Japan, right? And what time is it over there? I am I'm in Japan, and it is 9:23 in the morning right in now. In the morning, okay, yeah. Okay, so I'm 13 hours ahead of East Coast time. Wow, so wow. you're already in Friday. Yep, I'm in the All future. Right. Come the t- we'll come be the sleeping when you're at happy t- hour. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> now,
1: tell us, you know, why do I introduce you because you do the breaking or the breaking bats podcast on not for long and professional baseball player you're in major leagues. I believe you paid uh, for Cincinnati, San Diego, Tampa Bay, your various, you know, minor league stints and you played at Rutgers in college and you're an Archbishop Wood guy. Uh, But uh, tell us about how you got to Japan and what it's like to live over there as an American and play baseball.
2: So I got here. um, This is, this is basically thought of as the the second best league in the world outside, you know, MLB being, being the best, uh, a step up from, from AAA, uh, better than anything else in the, the, you know, in the minor leagues. Um, So for me, I was kind of a late bloomer. I made some adjustments later in my career that uh, I really took off. So I got my chance kind of in the big leagues, but I never really got an opportunity to just play every day. It was about was pinch hitting or, you know, it was a spot start every once in a while. And really, that's a really, really hard thing to do in baseball, yeah. uh, you know sitting there for seven innings and then coming in to face the closer or, you know, whatever it is nowadays is, is a tough job. And, and people know that in baseball, but so my numbers in the major leagues have never been great because that's really what I've been doing. Uh, my numbers in AAA are phenomenal. So for me, I have nothing left to prove in AAA. The only thing I have to prove is in the major leagues. So I still had options left too, which is a whole nother thing in baseball that mm-hmm. I can be sent up and down freely um so coming to Japan gave me opportunity for some some good guaranteed money as well as to show what I could do over a course of a full season that that was not in triple a for me if I if I hit 300 with 30 homers in triple a again it wouldn't have really changed any minds um, right. from the MLB so that's how I ended up here it's uh it's crazy, man. I will I I'm looking forward to, to being back in America so I can not totally stick out like a sore thumb and blend in a little bit more and just kind of be back to being normal again. So that'll be fun. But the people here are great. It's it's baseball is really good baseball. The fans I mean they love it. Uh yeah. I'm having a good time. But yeah, that is one big thing. I I mean you know, I'm, I'm 6'2", 225 pounds, blonde hair, and I, you know, I, I take the train to the field and everything. So I stick out pretty easy here. Everyone, everyone knows it's you're me. The tallest guy there. Yep, exactly. So it's pick up uh, game of hoops. Yeah. You're
1: playing center.
2: <laughs> well, here you're speaking,
1: a point guard. Speaking of hoops, I heard yeah. he's a, he was a pretty good hoop player, too. Colin yeah. told me that this guy could dunk. Like uh, standing on on his two feet in ninth grade or something like that. Like this guy's a real athlete. I was,
2: uh, yeah, I, I could play back in the day. Those days <laughs> are those days are a little gone. But uh, yeah, I, I I I started putting some weight on and some muscle on in college. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in, in high school I was six one or six two, whatever, one hundred and seventy five pounds, and I was flying around. The basketball court and leading off playing center field, so things have changed mm. since since then. But uh, yeah, I could back then when when me and Colin were were with each other all the time, I could definitely do it. <laughs> See the reason how, why he go, he
0: still had options here. Yeah, why he didn't want to deal with that? Because a lot of people don't realize this. When you have options as a pro athlete and you can go up and back and not have to pass through waivers, it also means that your paycheck's a lot smaller when you're down there compared to when you're up there. Right. <laughs> yeah just because you sign like a $2 million deal. If you're not in the major, you're not getting the $2 million, right?
2: It depends on the deal. Um
0: Like if it's, like hockey, last... if it's a one way, then you get paid the same no matter what. But, in but if you have a two way deal, you get like 10% of that.
2: Yeah. So my, my last, uh, when I signed with San Diego before the 2021 20, season, uh, it was uh, it was called a split contract, so mm-hmm. it put me on the forty man roster, and I was making a certain amount in the major leagues, and then I was making another amount in uh, in AAA, which you know it was good it was good money for for not being in the major leagues for sure, but yeah, it was yeah. half of what I was making and when I was in the major leagues. Yeah,
0: it's not that fuck you money like. <laughs> <that's> <laughs> no, it's not that. That's of, I want sure. that kind of stuff de- now. Brian, you know it's funny because you're in Japan, and Harry. I don't even know if you know I've ever told you this story. When I was in college, I was going to go to Japan when I graduated to teach basic English to Japanese people. Oh my god! And the reason why I wanted to go was really simple. I fucking love Asian women. Well, yeah, I <laughs> married one. Yeah, yeah, and and I was going to go. I had, but the thing that. Fucked it up for me is I have a job in radio already. Yeah. From when I was a junior in college, I was working full time in radio. So I couldn't just ditch that because I wanted to make radio a career. And look where it led me. Let yeah. me hear. You want to show? With me. I was, I was going to go there and teach English. What's the, what's like the lifestyle like over in Japan? Like the, first of all, Japanese women are
2: beautiful. <laughs> hey man, I'm married. I don't yeah, I don't yeah, pay yeah. attention to any of that stuff. Why do so uh, you think I'm trying trouble. to go to Japan
0: now? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, they uh cheating, hon. It's 13 hours ahead. How would you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's man, it's well, I'll tell you what, what really blew my mind when I came here. It's it's so safe here. And now growing up in Philly, I don't live in Philly anymore, but you know how things have kind of gone in that city it's my first day here i was all nervous to take the train by myself right mm-hmm. um which is like here that's what most people do they kids who are five years old here will take the train by themselves to school in their really? little like uniforms oh, i so swear like the else it's not like the else <laughs> like so <laughs> that's what i'm sitting there like cracking up i'm nervous taking this train there's this little kid going to like preschool a, by himself or herself SpongeBob on backpack train. on the whole thing. Yeah, yeah it, literally, exactly. So <laughs> it's it's just super safe. Um everybody you know, the train is such a big thing here. That's it's I been th- I do it. That's literally how I get to the field and home, um, mm-hmm. taking the bullet train, stuff like that. But it's just a respectful, um, everybody says hello to you. Like things like that are definitely going to be weird when I come back home. You know, when mm-hmm. you like walk by somebody and they're just going to... They won't angry. even look at you. <laughs> and like, yeah. And I'm going to be like, it's like, it's like being in
0: Wisconsin.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I got the shit uh... kicked out of being in Wisconsin one time. Forget it. Remember that in Stripes? Oh yes, God. I do. It's the Czech Republic. Czech, Czechoslovakia. It's like going to Wisconsin. <laughs>
1: All right, let's get to the baseball stuff. Because uh, a lot of big news came out a couple of days ago. Uh, And Jason and I, like I was a huge baseball fan as a kid all the way through, you know, the Phillies run. And I started to lose touch with it after the Phillies got bad and the analytics seemed to have seemed to take over the game. And there just wasn't enough balls in play to keep my interest. So Jason and I would bitch and moan about all these things that we wish baseball would do. And now Major League Baseball has done a few of them. Uh, you know, in the last couple of days, they come out with these new rules that are going to be instituted next season where there's no more shift. There's a pitch clock and they're also enlarging the bases a couple of inches too. I think more for safety reasons, but like, do do you think that these, you know, these changes were warranted too as a player or, you know, like what's your reaction to this?
2: I, I have a few different reactions. The, the shift, I'm a lefty. I hit lefty. Uh I have some pop. So mm-hmm. typically the shift is put on pretty heavy when I am when I am right playing. Side. Uh no but regardless. Even you know, I hit the ball well the other way too, whenever you, when everything's going, right? But mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. They would still play the percentages and do that. So I will be getting more hits from the shift being banned, which I will Gladly take exactly, absolutely. I don't like the fact that they're telling teams they can't line people up in a certain way that they think is going to help them win the game. That's the like, I just don't that bothers me a little bit. Yeah, yeah. like you, you're taking away that strategy, which, like I said, will give me more hits and will give some guys more hits. And that's that's great because I, you're right. I do think more fans will watch if there's more balls in play and more hits and things like that. Pitching mm-hmm. has become so dominant and so good that it just. You can't they, hit the ball the other way. Cause they know where to put it. it so you can't. That's I, I've, I've said this a bunch. It's like, you know, Tony Gwynn was one of one. Yeah. There's no, the, there's, there's not another Tony Gwynn. You know, yeah. that's, he was unbelievable and guys can handle the bat and can hit no doubt, but it's the pitching is, is, is just so good these days. And, and, I don't, I don't think a lot of people appreciate how, how truly hard it is to hit in general. So uh, if the shift brings about more hits, or banning the shift, I'm sorry, brings about more hits, great, love it. Uh, the pitch clock, I think it'll help speed up the game some. It, it depends on the guy. Of course, there's guys who take a ridiculous amount of time to throw the ball or get in the box or whatever it is, and I see... Here in Japan is very different. Uh in between innings, we the pitchers get five pitches max. They're literally like on the side of the field warming up while there's two outs and we're hitting. Uh so that makes mm-hmm. it go faster. And then once they're in the game throwing, I mean, I've seen six pitches thrown in like ten seconds here. When you get the right pitcher and the right hitter, who are just like wow. throwing it, and he swings, but he's like right back in the box. But that's like just
1: Jim Jim Cott. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. just kind
2: of how they do it. But wow, I I mean, I, I I thought earlier in the year here we were really playing faster games. I'm like, okay, maybe there's something to this. Like, there's no messing around here. It's right to the action, and we're and we're we're you know getting after it. Recently, we've been playing some really long games, so I, I don't know how much of a difference going to make. I did it in the minors too, mm-hmm. um, but my if it takes time off, that's phenomenal. My other question is though, you know, they clock hits zero; it's supposed to be a ball. uh If the batter's not ready, at I think eight seconds, it's supposed yeah, to be a strike. Right. Yeah. You know, if Aaron Judge is up with two strikes in New York. <laughs> In a big game, Can you imagine and, that you know seven seconds hits. Do you think that guy's making that call? I mean, I don't think so. Maybe Good he will. Point. He might get he might get murdered, but yeah, we'll uh, <laughs> yeah we'll see what happens yeah. there. And this, and you know, the same when it hits zero. So, I think in the beginning they got to enforce it and it go be hard, hard
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, but it's uh, I, the players listen. The players aren't going to like it because they all voted no. Hmm, for whatever you know whatever that reason was they all voted no so they're you know they're saying it's just imposed and listen they can grouse i think i think i think baseball does really well more like does better than people give it credit for when they talk about it uh in the media and stuff but at the same time do we need to make whatever little tweaks we can to make the game move a little bit faster be have a little more action absolutely yeah I read
1: somewhere where in minor leagues they've been doing this and it's, it's sped up the game by an average of 26 minutes, just the pitch clock. I mean, that's almost a half hour. That's kind of a big deal.
2: I would say that's, that's a significant amount of time. Absolutely. If it's, if it's eight minutes, I mean, who cares? Right. That's right. Even, you know, 10, if if you're talking yeah, if you're talking a half hour, then it's absolutely worth it. And like I said, they yeah, they've been doing it in the minors and, Listen, guys, like to uh, you know refocus in between each pitch, kind of, we'll say, or clear their head of the last one and, and redo it. So, guys will just have to do it faster. And I think over time it'll lead to faster games. Which, listen, as players, I don't want to sit out there for four hours either. So, right. that works yeah. for us.
0: Right. Let me ask you this about the because the second level of this is what I'm really interested in when it comes to the shift. So you're up there, you're a lefty, and you're a dead pole hitter. So they're loading up the right side anytime you're at the plate. So you're trying to hit the ball the other way. It becomes really – it's just in your head, you know, I'm hitting it into all this defense, or I have to try and hit it the other way. But now because they can't shift, you know that you can hit it the other way, and there's gaps. You know if I pull it, I have a good chance of getting a hit. So I imagine from a mental standpoint as a hitter now – the whole field is open to you. So you don't have to worry about trying to hit to an area because they can't overload one side of the field to an exaggerated extent. So now you can go up there free of mind and just grip and rip. I think that it's going to bring hitting in baseball to a whole new level because you're not, you're going to hit more home runs because you're not worried about pulling the ball. You're just worried about getting good contact again.
2: Yeah, that's probably true. I think I think it is is, weird, fucked up angles in the in the major leagues. Everybody talks about the launch angle and fly balls and stuff. And it's all kind of buzzword bullshit, to be honest with you. But everybody is trying to hit line drives, really. So as a lefty, once the shift came. Yeah, if you hit a ground ball, it's your – I mean, it's like 99%. You're an, it's it's an out. It's just how it yeah. was. But in general, in the major leagues, the defenses in the infield are so good that if you hit a ground ball, it's probably 95% of the time an out too just because yeah. guys are that good. They get there, and they're that good at fielding it and throwing it. Now, that's going to – yeah, it's going to give you more holes. So – righties definitely would get more ground ball hits because that, that hole was bigger between short and third than the lefties would. So you're right. Being more relaxed, not worrying about, Oh, I can't hit this ball over here. will probably lead to more homers and, and better contact in general, because yes, you'll be, you'll be, you'll be more relaxed about it. And my blood pressure won't be going through the roof. When I smoke a line drive to right field for, for an out.
0: Will there be more runners in motion now too? Because like this, stealing a base is a loss of art. Like if you look at like yeah. Ricky Henderson's last full season, he's got f- more than triple the amount of stolen bases of the leader in the major league now, and that was when he was like forty five years well, old. They,
1: they actually <laughs> think that this enlarging the base pads or the bases is going to give these guys a chance to because it's going to shorten the distance by about what, three six inches or
2: something. I mean, it's that and more area stop. to grab, right? Har? Yeah. Huh? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, i I hope it does. I think I think that's a cool part of the game. And Me you're too. right; people got away from it because it, it goes back to the to the money ball stuff. You mm-hmm. know, I I paid yeah. I pay you to get on base, not get thrown out, out trying to steal second. Yeah. yeah, so but especially with the video replay nowadays every inch counts. So if you're giving a guy another three inches, man, that's a big difference between being in there and being yeah. out when they're zooming in and slowing it down and seeing if his fingertips right. got on the bag. Uh, so I hope it does. Um, again, catchers have gotten Whoa. so good. Oh. Throwing the ball. Um, they're all been take Santiago now. Yeah. Real Mudo is, is just oh, he's awesome. unbelievable. Throwing, yeah. throwing the ball oh, down the second, man. So yeah, yeah. Uh, but I hope it makes it makes teams more aggressive and, and play that way, because uh, at the end of the day, too, man, I think people get nervous to put pressure on those guys. You know, real Mudo and guys like that get so much respect for throwing the ball that guys are like, just like, you know, I stay away. <laughs> I, I remember we were playing the Phillies. I was in was with I was with the when I was with the Reds and I forget who was pitching for him, but he was super slow to the plate. And I'm like said my first base coach I'm like, man, I got him Like, let me, you know, let me go. And he's like, you fucking knows behind the plate right now? And I'm like, what's it matter? You know, I, I know, but what's it matter if I'm already three quarters the the latest second base when he gets the ball? You know, I'm not trying to steal it off him. I'm trying to steal it off the pitcher. So I hope I hope so, because stealing is definitely it, – it's, it's action, man. And like we said, we want more yep. action.
1: In the yeah. Bingo. Well, speaking of the Phillies, I, I assume they're your team. Maybe I shouldn't assume, but I assume they are since you're from the area. How much – do you get to pay attention given the time difference and, you know, the fact that you're playing ball? I mean, how much uh, can you pay attention to major league baseball and the Phillies right now?
2: Yeah, they're definitely still my hometown team. You know, I, I, I can't, can't leave them. I I do. I like my, uh, my Ray, my guys from uh, the Rays and uh, the Padres I still keep in touch with. So, sure. and then now with the podcast, I keep up, make sure i keep up a little bit more because it is weird being oh this is my first year not being involved directly Mm -hmm. with it so uh can be more of a fan of the the league in general but my dad's a huge phillies fan you know watches all the games and like we did growing up so still talk to him about all that stuff uh i really like their team my good we just had him on on my podcast actually my really good friend is a phillies strength coach so uh just talk to him they're uh they're great, man. I th- I think, you know, they get hot. They're a team that people would have wanna see in the playoffs. They can swing the bat. You know, will the pitch and hold up, I guess, will always be the will always be the question. But you get Harper back and, and the rest of that lineup, man. I I love that team. They're uh yeah. they can definitely play.
1: Yeah, I mean Wheeler and Nola at the top, you know, in, in a playoff series, you know, who knows? I I'd roll the dice with that, with the with the
2: way they can swing the bat. Yeah, that's the biggest thing when it comes to the playoffs, and that's what's, you know, my preseason pick was the was the Mets because of the Grom and okay. Scherzer. And yep, once you get into a playoff series like that, man, you're facing those guys two times. That's yeah, that's yeah. scary. And this, you know, Nola, well, that, and that's... Wheeler are along those lines. I would I would put the Grom and Scherzer above them, but yeah. Nola and Wheeler can be along those lines of. of dominant in those
1: games that's one of my other questions like if you're the dodgers who do you think the dodgers want to avoid like the mets would they rather play the mets or the braves i think they'd rather play the braves (sighs) oh absolutely just because it has pitchers yeah
2: i would yeah i would agree because yeah i mean you're if you're talking about a seven game series you know you're gonna see them the two of them two times so those are four games right there and that you know if they pitch like they can that's that might, that might be it, no matter how good you are. Uh, and the Dodgers, you know, those, their guys are kind of, are kind of hurt the pit from the pitching side. Bueller would be one of those yeah. guys for them and, and he's out. And obviously they have Kershaw still, but he's been banged up this year. The Dodgers, I mean, the Dodgers just win. that lineup is unbelievable. But when it comes to the pitching, it's still the Mets would really scare me if I was anybody. That's, that's one of the playoffs
1: things, are pitching. Yeah. That's one of the things that I love most about baseball is watching a guy like a Max Scherzer oh. or, you know, back with the Phillies, Roy Halladay, just to go out there and work and give me seven or eight innings and watch these guys just freaking battle. That's the, that's the game to me.
0: It's two grandmaster chess players playing against yeah. each other. It's, it's incredible.
2: Yeah. Both those guys are, are phenomenal. I love watching them pitch. didn't love it's facing baseball. them. <laughs>
0: but,
2: yeah. Uh, yeah, they are, uh, they're fantastic. They're two of the best, if not the two best. And, uh, I love, yeah, I enjoy watching them. If you can't enjoy watching Scherzer pitch, man, I mean, Degrom is just like oh, next level. Nasty. Just yeah. ridiculous. Scherzer is ridiculous too, but Scherzer is just such a competitor. He's man. a bulldog. And, like, he, yeah. Dude, on the mound. I'm yeah. like, yeah. he's you know, sweating. I mean, he's <laughs> yeah. fucking into he's it. Just great. Exactly. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. And it was, uh, I love watching it. It was funny facing him, doing that, you know, knowing what he's like up there. But, uh, yeah, I, you get him in a playoff game like that. I mean, come on, that uh, guy. thats a—that's uh, that's You've
0: already struck stuff. out before the bat even starts a lot of times. <laughs> facing a guy yep. like that. Like the reputation. Let me ask you, when you p- played Major League Baseball, who's the one pitcher you, when you threw it, you're just like, there's no way I can get anything on this. Because just for you, it just didn't play into your strengths. You just couldn't see the ball well out of his hand. Who's that one pitcher that keeps you up at night?
2: That's a very good question. I like I said, I
0: faced. I like Randy against Johnson Scherz. was that guy for a lot of because yeah. if you were a left-handed yeah. hitter, I mean, he was throwing it like his arm was behind your back where he released it from. Yeah.
2: If it if it was if if I was facing Randy Johnson, it was it would absolutely be him. <laughs> but, uh... It'd be ridiculous. <laughs> so long. Yeah, sure. I I pinched hit against both Scherzer and the Grom last year, but I actually hit oh, yeah. the ball pretty well off both of them. I hit oh. I hit it hard at least. Uh God. But into the that's, shift. A, that's a tough one. See, if they didn't have the shift. One, you was, it. Hit. one was one was <laughs> into the shift. I thought I I thought I got the Grom for a second, but it died <laughs> on me on the warning track. But uh Scherzer was into the shift. It was. Uh hmm. I would say Honestly, I was teammates with him uh, last year, but when he was in Chicago, we faced you, Darvish, and he oh, yeah. owned my life. Absolutely owned everything. I think it was like a Wednesday night ESPN game in Chicago, and I was like starting center field, and I went 0 for 3 with two punch outs, and I, he broke my bat into a million pieces. So that was wow. probably the roughest roughest game in my career facing you. has got unbelievable stuff, man. He's, and he's with your Padres now, right? Yeah. Yep. He's. Uh, He's very, very, very good, man. Hmm. And he uh, just saw you off with get... that broken bat. Oh yeah, I was over two with two strikeouts, and I'm like, <laughs> man, I'll be ready to ready to hit this one. And it was a cutter, and it started down the middle, and it ended up on my my you know thumbs. So wow, that was, oh. that was it. It was a tough. one.
1: Wow, game. that's awesome. What's your uh, What's your World Series pick before we uh, let you go?
2: Before the season started, I went Mets, White Sox, with the oh. Mets winning. So. Wow. The White Sox picks is, pick is coming on a little bit here, but yeah. If I had, if I was changing that, I would, I would go Mets and Astros because mm. I, the Astros just don't lose somehow ever. They're, they're, they're so ridiculous too. Verlander
1: uh, is sick.
2: Yeah, I, oh, man, Jesus. I they're phenomenal. It's
1: did you ever win. face him?
2: No, I haven't no. gotten Verlander. Yeah, and I faced a lot of the you know. Either as a pinch hitter or, or spot starts as a lefty, you know, I get the good righties because sometimes guys have something that bothers them all of a sudden that on those days, you know,
1: where they're facing
2: <laughs> the, the aces. But uh
1: no, I haven't gotten Verlan.
2: He's been unbelievable. I'm there's really nothing you can can say about him. He's out there throwing hundred miles an hour still after yeah. his second Tommy Johnson. Uh he's he's amazing. But it's incredible. Yeah, I would I would I'd like to see something. I don't know the Mets and somebody just to shake it up. Yeah, you know, I don't really want to see the Dodgers in there. No, <laughs> in there like it has a little Padres bias coming out there too.
1: Uh, but uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, I would. Uh, the White Sox, you know, they have the talent to go on a run too. It might be too little, too late, but like we talked about it, I'll stick with the Mets and the, that two-headed monster up there in a in a playoff series.
0: There you go. Some sports are better when certain teams are involved. Baseball is yeah. better when the Mets are involved, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's just the way it is. I, agree. I hate them, but it's just it's the fact <laughs> of the matter. It, it, you it, know, know I, you can't hate a team that sucks all the time. You hate teams that are good.
2: <laughs> I would love to see a Subway Series. I'll say that with the with the Mets coming that would coming be good. Oh I didn't think the Yankees were going to be very good this year, but Aaron Judge has put up put together an oh, all yeah. time season. They so, had an
1: unbelievable first half, and then they went into a big slump, and now they're back
2: out of it. Yeah, yeah, they have some in, they had some injuries, so we'll see if those guys can get healthy. It's it's funny Matt Carpenter was really turned into a huge part of that team. Yeah, and once once he got hurt, that was pretty bad news for them because. Judge can't do it all by himself, as as you as you've seen recently. Even though he hits a home run every game, but.
1: Carpenter was one of those guys on those Cardinals teams where you are like, man, how how the hell can they not get this guy out? Yeah. Like he, he just, <laughs> you just you look at right.
2: him and you are thinking, like this guy, how can this guy hit? And he so talk about him. you talk about the shift that the shift killed him for a few years there after he uh-huh. was an unbelievable hitter, and then figured out how to hit the ball in the air a little bit more and use that short porch once he got to New York. And man, he was, he was phenomenal. So I'd love to see it. I'd love to see the Mets win that series, but we'll, (laughs) we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. That's the, that's the Philly in me coming out. There
0: you go. Hey, Brian, we appreciate it, man. Thanks for the
2: knowledge, man. Best of luck with
0: the rest of the season over in Japan. And uh, we'll get you back when you get back stateside.
2: Yeah, thank you guys for having me. Anytime I'd love to come back and and I apologize again this next no. time I'll definitely make sure it'll be no, we got time. to talk about Sorry. hockey. It really yeah. pumped Harry up.
1: Uh, we got a, like an extra three minutes of hockey talk. So I I was <laughs> blown away. Breaking bats is the podcast. You got to listen to it. Not for long network. Uh great baseball stuff with Brian O'Grady. Thanks so much.
2: Thanks for having me, guys. Take it easy.
1: There, it there is. he is. Brian O'Grady. That was awesome. He's yeah. A good guy yeah i love Local that guy yeah God, i want to go to japan you know that we woke him up okay to to come on to the show yeah right? i i don't think he has any problem falling asleep you know why why some sleep some sleep if you're having trouble getting enough sleep at night some sleep they got you covered the scientifically advanced Som stack includes ingredients that are naturally found in your body like gaba gaba magnesium and melatonin sleep is the best form of recovery and it has helped not for long founder and nfl tight end colin thompson take his game to the next level and it's quite simple all you got to do is drink one serving just 30 minutes before bed and your body will naturally calm itself down jason you need to be calmed down you you need this som sleep other sleep supplements they leave you groggy in the morning but not som sleep you're going to wake up feeling refreshed and ready to conquer the day. Make sure you check them out at getsom.com. That's G E T S O M.com. And the code word is G E E Z for 10% off your order. So get ah, some I, sleep. I, I like that. It's got GABA in it. I take, before I go to bed already, I
0: take something called GABA Is that right? Do you know what GABApentin is? No. That it's used for? No. It's um, it's actually used for, uh, t- to treat like seizures and nerve pain, and oh, it's yeah? also for what I take it for, which is RLS.
1: Oh, restless leg.
0: As, yes, the twitchers, the Jimmy legs.
1: No way, you got the yeah.
0: RLS, huh? Oh yeah, I would be booting the old lady all night when I slept in the same bed with
1: her. Is that right?
0: Yeah. So have been in
1: separate like, beds.
0: Oh, yeah, she gets good sleep, and I get good sleep. She goes oh, to bed too fucking early. Oh, man. Not having it. I See, was, I was old... watching TV on my iPad in bed with headphones for years. Wow. Now I sleep my... in the studio.
1: My old lady would not, uh, she would not allow that. She said, I'm not dealing with this today? Oh, yeah, she's like, because I've offered, I've said, you know, because I used to have a snoring issue, and it's not bad anymore, but I used to have it. And I was like, you yeah, know, I'm going to offer to sleep in the other bed. And she's like, no. Like, she didn't want it. So Wow. Yeah. She she wanted H right next to her. Exactly. she wake up and go, We H. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's classic. Uh, uh, that was good talking to Brian, though. He seems like a really cool dude, man. I, I, would,
0: I love sitting down with those guys. Like, I mean, guys that have faced somebody like DeGrom or Scherzer. Scherzer, or yeah. Like, what is that like? I know. Yeah, you know, I, I know. I have all these, like, I feel like the Hagan. Like, what are these things? I mean, what are you <laughs> But, like, I want to, like, go, like, to every sport. I have, like, these certain questions. Like, I, I, like I always want to ask baseball players like that. Like, what it's like to face yeah. some dude that is so dominant. Or, like, I want to ask, like, Max Verstappen, the F1 driver. Like, when you get done a race of driving 210 miles an hour, what's it like getting in the rental
1: car Yeah, and driving right. to the airport? Right. <laughs> How know? do you decompress from
0: that? <laughs> You You must feel like you're going, like, four miles an
1: hour. Yeah, that's that's a great question.
0: (laughs) Like, I always wondered that. Like, what's it got to be like after being, like, like at a NASCAR driver? You just drive 500 miles around Daytona going 200 miles an hour. And you get the rental car to go to the airport. Yeah. And you got to take a right, and you got to go 45. Like, what's the deal? Yeah. I wonder what that feels like. I mean. Can you get Dale Earnhardt Jr. on the show? um, let's tell the people about Wealth Advisors.
1: Yes. Wealth Advisory Services. You know, if you don't know them, you should. Paul, Dave, and their team have over 100 years of first class service working with all different levels of investors across the country. There's something more powerful than luck or coincidence to bring financial independence within reach. It's called planning. As professionals dedicated to continuing education and a high standard of ethics, we leave nothing to chance. Wealth Advisory Services coordinate with other trusted professionals to ensure seamless management of your assets with services that range from portfolio management, insurance, tax, estate planning, retirement planning, and beyond. They're located in Bucks County, PA and Cape May, New Jersey. WealthAdvisoryServices.com, a personalized approach to managing your wealth. And let's tell people one more time about Bet Parks, because
0: th- you brought up the line earlier that New England is favored. By uh, two. By two now. In Pittsburgh. At Pittsburgh. Matter-, matter of fact, my brother-in-law and father-in-law are going to the game. They are? At, at the stadium formerly known as Heinz Field. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're, they have season tickets for the Steelers that they split with like their uncle and stuff. And they're, they're on their way out there uh, Friday to the game. So good on mm-hmm. them. They'll enjoy it. But, um, you know, that, that's a line that's screaming at you. Now, Tom Brady and Giselle seem to be having some problems here. And Tampa Bay's headed to the New Orleans to
1: take on the Saints. Is that something that you would consider putting into play on the Bet Parks app? You know, I I, was, I got my hair cut today, right, with my stylist. And she's a Stiller fan. Okay, and she's a smoke show. She well, is. I'll tell you, you're, everybody you have working for you is a smoke show. Exactly right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Dermatologist so- smoke show. Stylist right. smoke show exactly, uh, but I asked her. I said, uh, "You know, what do you think about this weekend?" I said, "They're they're underdogs at home," and she says, "Well, I have Tom Brady and I have Kirk Cousins as my fantasy quarterbacks." And I said, "You know what? I think I'd start Cousins." She's like, "What?" I go, "Yeah, I kind of think I've <laughs> he's playing yeah. the Eagles." Yeah, I think there's gonna sure. be a lot of points scored in that game.
0: Yeah, well, looking at the defense last week for sure. Oh, yeah and Tom Brady and Giselle, they're like uh they're having a hard time apparently so yeah. maybe maybe his eyes off New the Orleans ball.
1: always plays Tampa tough in the regular season I mean, Yeah, the, the year they won the Super Bowl what was it 2 years ago New Orleans beat them both times in a regular season And I think mm-hmm. they faced them in the playoffs I think that year and then Tampa of course won but yeah it went all yeah. the way and
0: Brady got the chip again yeah, that that'll be an interesting game. Great one to get in on the Bet Parks app. Good card this weekend. College card, bro card. Still got Major League Baseball. Still got tennis. Still got a Formula One. Got golf. It's all yeah. there for you to put your plays in on. And uh, make sure you do it and use the promo code Jason seven fifty Jason seven five zero. That'll get you a risk free bet up to seven hundred and fifty dollars for new and existing users. Terms and conditions do apply. And uh, make sure you get the Bet Parks app. You're gonna love it. Live in game betting, play by play betting, uh, futures, you name it. Player performance is all there for you. So get the Bet Parks app today. You do need to be over twenty one and present in Pennsylvania or New Jersey. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred GAMBLER. All right, Harry. That's going to put an end on it. It's a good episode. Right. We'll yeah, be back next week uh, for week three of the NFL season. Another college football week as well. So everybody enjoy the week. Leave us a five star rating and review. Matter of fact, we got some new ra- uh, reviews. We'll read them on next week's show. Oh, good. I love yeah. reviews. Yeah, good yeah. and bad. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Everybody, have a great week. We'll talk to you next week on BetParks Presents the OG's Podcast.